Are you tired of working nine to five? Are you tired of your dreams going unfulfilled? Are you still letting fear stop you from pursuing that business idea? Well, all that stops today. I'm Shawnee Sanders, host of the Girl Take No podcast, a podcast for ambitious women looking to ditch their nine to five and take the leap into entrepreneurship. Each week, you will learn the mindset, methods, and actionable steps other successful entrepreneurs took to make the shift from full-time employee to full-time entrepreneur and live the life they always dreamed of. Now let's get into today's episode. And today we have a great show. We have Tracy Prendergast. She is the founder of Daisy Made, and it is a community of creative entrepreneurs that are that's thriving and they get nurtured there. And I can't wait to find out all about it because I'm super excited. So, Tracy, welcome to the show. And I can't wait to find out all about it because I'm super excited. So, I am too. I'm glad we were able to make this connection. I'm so happy to be chatting with you. I was going to say against all so the question I like to ask everyone that comes on the We're show here. is give me the story behind the brand. So tell here. me so what made you start like Daisy Made. Okay. So in a nutshell, in my past life, I was an actress. And when I had my son, <laughs> um, the whole acting thing was not going to work anymore. <laughs> So I really decided to set that part of my life down, at least for a little while. And so I started a small business that I could run from home. Oh, yeah. And you know, as a fellow mom, it's very isolating. So now I have a small business that's isolating. I am mm-hmm. a first-time mom, and I had no one to talk to and just yes. felt like, where's everybody? Where's everyone yeah. hanging out and talking? <laughs> Where are we all going to talk? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I really wanted to create a space where there was education for small business owners, but that was secondary. I really wanted a place where people could just support each other, barter, Mm -hmm. share resources, and have it feel like a big creative neighborhood. So that's why I created Daisy Made and then the membership, which is Magnetic Makers. Um, I have to try to join the community. Um, Let me ask you this. Oh, thanks. Um, Going from being an actress, going into entrepreneurship... How was that? How was that transition for you? Going into entrepreneurship. How was that? How was that transition for you? I miss the community, Shawnee. Yeah. Like we were just talking about how we both have a past mm-hmm. at like Sirius and what it felt like to have all that energy in the building and you never yes. know who you're going to so run cool into and you feel too. so inspired. Every day is different. <laughs> and then, so cool yes. And then you start a small business and every day is the same. <laughs> And it's like, where's that energy, that community, that hive mind? So mm-hmm. for me, I just missed that, like that adrenaline rush, that feeling of never knowing kind of what's going to happen and that the energy of conversations. So that was a huge adjustment. Um, and then, of course, just having yes yeah. time to have something that's all, you know, my own. That was different, too. Um, mm-hmm. So I think mostly just that that group energy like I thrive off that yeah, I love right. it could that be a really solo experience and um, that's probably what I miss the most and you're trying to yeah, figure it out and you're and you do everything you're the bookkeeper you're the social media person you are the PR you're the marketing mm-hmm. guru and it's a lot and you're right if you can have a community that you can lean on and that you can learn from you know it's it's really really helpful and I see why your community is so large the way it is 
Right. I see why your community is so large the way it is. Because no one mm-hmm. can possibly be good, naturally be good at all of those things, right? If you're really good at bookkeeping, no. No. you're probably not going to also be an amazing graphic designer or have mm-hmm. a, an idea of how to show up on camera. Like we all have different skill sets. And, yeah, and I think it's important. I think like we need to be sharing them with each other set. a lot it's more. It's okay to ask for help yeah, I because I think as entrepreneurs, we really don't like to ask for help. Okay we we feel like we can do it all. And you're right. I'm not, I'm not good at bookkeeping at all. I wasn't the best in math, mm-hmm. everyone. So it's not my forte. <laughs> so, it's, it's that asking for no. help. Why do you think it's so hard for us as entrepreneurs no. to ask for help? It's, it's that asking for help. Why do you think it's so hard for us as entrepreneurs to ask for help? Because why does the <laughs> online world make it seem like it should be so easy to do everything? That's what I want to know. Like if you go on TikTok, it's mm-hmm. like make mm-hmm. six figures with a side hustle. All you have to do is this. Set up your little Amazon account. Mm-hmm. Print out. the. It's like, oh, this seems so easy. But no, it's not that easy. And I think the internet likes to make it seem like you just follow this formula Mm -hmm. and success will arrive. And it's just not true. Things of, you know, Bia makes six figures in six months or, you know, they fall for those things and they don't tell you all the behind the scenes, all the steps that you need to take in in order to even get there. All the steps that you need to take me too. <laughs> right. I've fallen for it many times. I'll probably fall for it again. Like, you know, when anyone makes it seem mm-hmm. like it's easy to do something that you really want to be able to do, I don't fault anyone for wanting to pursue yeah. that. I think it's great to take those big risks. And I do think it is possible to make six yeah. figures doing these things. But yeah, you really do. Need yeah, I, I really so, do believe that you also need support. Made, what were some of the challenges support. you faced? So, because like you said, here I am by myself and I'm trying to build this platform for to create a community that I don't have yet. So what were some of the challenges you faced? To create a community that I don't have yet. So what were some of the challenges you faced? Yeah. Well, first of all, just building trust. And I'm still working on building trust. And that comes from just being consistent and being authentic and being completely transparent and honest and talking about the thing again and again and again and showing up. (laughs) Um, It takes a long time for people to jump on board. So you have, you do have to keep going for sure. And then once Mm -hmm. people were actually in the group, getting people to talk. That's always hard. It takes a long time for them to build that trust and create that safe space with each other. And again, I think it's just about really knowing who your people are, what, how you can help them and just continuing to show up until that trust builds. It's a community. Community is a slow grow. It's not like virality where Mm -hmm. you, something goes viral and all of a sudden you have a huge audience. I mean, that's one thing, but having a tight community takes a lot of time. It's not overnight. Followers on Instagram, but how does that translate to actual community of people? I just did a show where I asked her, like, how do you get people to click on that button to get on that email list so you can now build that community? Because it's not easy. And I think a lot of it, like you said, comes down to trust, but how do you build mm-hmm. that trust I think a lot of it, like you said, if they don't really know you? To trust, but how do you build that trust mm-hmm. if they don't really know you? I think it's just showing up yeah. authentically and connecting with people one-to-one. There, mm-hmm. we're really lacking that in our space, I feel now. 
a lot of people want community, but I always ask people like a small business owners who say they want to build community. Are you getting out in your community, like your local community? Are you in your community? And a lot of people are like, well, no, it's like my community is online, but it really begins in your actual community. And by those one-on-one connections, at some point you have to interact with people. (laughs) I know like we're, you know, a lot of creatives, we're very introverted or Mm -hmm. we feel like we might be getting sold to. So we're a little standoffish. So if, if you're having trouble connecting with people online, I suggest finding places where your people hang out locally you know, and hanging out there because making friends that's a great place to I start think social media has came into a play you know, and it really has taken away that one-on-one connection where some people are very um very shy when it comes to meeting people and they feel like online they're just a bit more comfortable but that is a good statement to say that you need to get out in your own community so what are you doing locally around you to build community there. And then that kind of like so translates online. Around you to build community there. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of like translates online. Right. So like if you're a photographer and you really love taking pictures of like, let's say artists or makers, and you want to build a community around your business, I would say start contacting local galleries or maker spaces and saying, would it be okay if I came by for a half an hour or an hour and offered mini sessions for your makers at like 10 bucks, like just something small, just to get to know them. Or can I come and take photos of your event and really just start making those, those connections locally. And then those ripples do, you know, flow onto the online, into the online space. Online. It does take work. Meaning like the funnels that people put you in. Do you think those work as well in terms of um, getting people to sign on to your community? Or do you think, hey, you need more meaningful and more thoughtful type of maybe marketing? I remember one company I used to work for, we all the time, we always, because I've been in digital and tech, and we're always trying to give our customer a digital hug, right? (laughs) And trying to meet them where they are in the omni-channel process. So do you think that... To taking someone through those different funnels really helps so capture them and bring them into your community. Taking someone through those different funnels really helps mm-hmm. capture them and bring them into your community. I think it can because I can think of two people in my life, two educators that I found organically and I use their services mm-hmm. and I really do love them. So I know that that can work. I've noticed lately as someone who offers workshops as a part of my business, Mm. that people are now becoming reluctant to go to workshops. And it's because a lot of people now are saying, sign up for my free workshop. And then the workshop ends up being a pitch for their program. So now people are, there's no trust there. And I think every time we adopt this new strategy, (laughs) and then everyone catches on, then it kills it. And then we move on to the next thing. (laughs) So yes, these things can work. I don't think they work for forever. I think eventually they fizzle out and we have to get creative again. So I'm just all about, well, instead of doing all these, adopting all these tactics, why don't we just like I think that is so true that (laughs) when I see that whole thing of like, hey, join my free workshop, I always (laughs) think it's something that they're going to try to sell you in the midst of it, where it's not really free. They only give you a certain amount of information and you got to click through the funnel. Oh, yeah. To get to whatever they want to offer next. So I could see. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just the way they do it. It's and that you know it's coming. 
Yeah. It's just the way they do it. And it's, it sucks too, because so Mm -hmm. sometimes we have workshops for like very specific niche things. And I think of different people in the community and I'm like, oh, that would be like really good for that person. I'm going to send them a DM and just invite them. People I don't know. And I'll reach out and say, hey, we're having this workshop. I totally thought of you. If you want to join, here's Mm -hmm. the link. Like you're absolutely welcome. And people will leave me on read all the time. And I can't even take it personally because they don't trust me. They think that I'm probably trying to bait Mm -hmm. them into joining something, which I'm absolutely not. My intentions are good. But yeah, we're kind of conditioned now to feel like any sort Mm -hmm. of DM or invitation might be a sales tactic, which really bugs me. To be a little skeptical of certain things, but in order to build a community, how important is it? Mm-hmm. Um, to capture email, to take your community outside of like social media, because people use a lot of social media to say, hey, this is my community on TikTok. This is my community on YouTube and Instagram, which you don't own those platforms. And what you have, you own. So how important is it to have your own site or email list or something that you own to make those real connections? Or email list or something that you own to make those real connections? I feel like your email list is everything. It's really a direct connection to you. Um, I think it gives you an opportunity to share a lot more about yourself that might not be appropriate within the context of your social media. For example, my so Daisy Made is a creative community. It's really about education and celebrating our community. It's not about me. I never want to make it about me. But in an email, I can share some things as a small business owner that I'm walking through and how what I've done to move past them and how our community can help. And I feel that's an appropriate space. So I strongly suggest building an email list. I feel like it's really hard to capture. And it's not as hard as you would think today. You know, because like you said, email is like gold. Someone give you that email. Okay. They want more from me, you know, and I know I've gotten a lot of people who said, you know, when are you going to do a show by email? You're going to do a show by mm-hmm. capture, <laughs> how to build email. And, you know, because a lot of people want to know because they understand that if you really want to build a real community, that's where it's at. It's not just on Instagram or TikTok, you know, it's really nurturing them outside of that. What's really important. You know, it's really nurturing them outside of that was really important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If anyone's really interested, I have to plug Liz Wilcox because she mm-hmm. completely changed my perspective on email marketing. So if you find Liz Wilcox on Instagram, she'd be an amazing guest for your show. Um, she's really made me look at email mm-hmm. marketing more as sending yeah. people notes instead of sending newsletters, like mm-hmm. keeping in touch and making it feel more personal. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. I think people just want personal connection in every way. I think, I think um, so what you said is important. People want I, personal yeah, connection. I definitely recommend And that. it is so true. And I even think about that um, when it comes to mm-hmm. like the kids and, and how they are so much on their tablets and their games. And it's like, okay, drop your talents. Go outside and play with the other kids. People still need that one-on-one connection. It's not just about whatever is happening online. 
need that and connection. It's not just about mm-hmm. what is happening online. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, Which is we why might not even I realize we need it until so we get it, right? You allow people to connect yeah. exactly. who Which are in that solo mindset, so you know? And being an entrepreneur, like you said, I think your site said it's not about, it's like taking the solo out of it. It's not about being solo. It's about being able to rely on other people. And I really like that when you mentioned that um, on your site. Listen, being a mom is super busy. It's super hard. <laughs> and being an entrepreneur, running a business mm-hmm. is not easy either. Mm-hmm. How do you balance? Being an entrepreneur, running a business is not easy either. Mm. How do you balance? No, it's not. I don't think there's ever balance. I drop the ball sometimes, people. Do you? <laughs> I think some weeks we I do. Drop the ball sometimes, yeah, mm-hmm. we all do. I think some weeks yeah. some things get more attention. Some weeks others do. But I yeah. will say I've tried to be better about theming mm-hmm. my days. About Monday is like my admin day. Monday is mm-hmm. when I get us reset for the week, both in my business and in my house, yeah. and. Friday is another like wrap up reset day where I kind of focus on admin again and then reset. Um, If I have that Monday and that Friday, if I can keep those things as my constants, the middle of the week always feels easier. When I start dropping off and going crazy Mondays and Fridays and I'm, you know, doing podcasts Mm -hmm. and doing all these things, that's when I start spiraling a bit. So I think just holding certain boundaries in your work week. It's really important. But sick. you know, there's like school full, field trips school. come up. There's there's always something just like a monster day. Oh my <laughs> gosh, talk the about, sickness. Let's not even oh talk my God. about that. That's not, not even the sickness, but has it been as bad for you? Days where they got spirit oh week and oh today is red, blue, and yellow day. And today is like it's, mm. it's so many different things. Where I'm like, I don't remember having as much in school at all. It's so extra too. Okay, remember? (laughs) No, we had crazy hair day where you just used your own little rubber bands. We had crazy hat day where like what? Your mom would staple a little like paper to your head. Now it's like dress like a galactic oh superhero God. day. It's, it's, it's like I don't have so these right. things it's, just it's lying around. Balance. And I, I it's rely a lot. so heavily on my schedule because if I don't, because one, I still work full time too, and I work from home and I work in tech. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I don't um, schedule out days that I wow. create content, that I do podcast interviews, I will be completely insane when it comes to. Making sure a husband is taken care of, making mm-hmm. sure he has dinner and he want lunch and all this stuff and kids and sure activities and running. And I'm like, oh my God, I had to schedule it out. Cause if I, and I only do interviews on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because Thursday through the weekend, I just, I just can't do it. Like literally, I have to save some days for work, <laughs> actual work. And I have to save the weekend for my family. Like I just have to do it. So, yeah, it's important to have a schedule, I feel like. What do you think? It's important to have a schedule. It's gone. Yeah, the days Mm -hmm. of flying by the seat of your Mm -hmm. pants are just over. It's too much. It's just too much. And um, I love it so much because I I just, that's another thing I really love about the membership is just kind of how different the perspective is because Mm -hmm. we've had people come in to teach us about like time blocking or, you know, lead classes. (laughs) And it's all the moms kind of, I see them on Zoom looking at each other. (laughs) 
Like, I'm sorry, we're scheduling in a little hot girl walk. Like, when? Yeah. Um, but you know, every you had it's about meeting people where they are. Everyone's experience yeah. is very different. Yes, I'm definitely in my schedule it mm-hmm. out era right now. I I can't. Oh, yeah. I live and die by my calendar. Yeah. Um, you know what? And it's that's a, a mental health thing. thing. I like that's that. like a self care. You, you're thing. right about yeah. that, Tracy. It's a self care thing. You know what? It's a self-care <laughs> so, like what mm-hmm. are some of the right elements of growing a strong mm-hmm. community? So. What are some of the elements of growing a strong community? Hmm. I think one of the mm-hmm. biggest elements is really involving your people and giving them a voice, making them a huge part of your brand. I actually think that's probably the number one thing, really just celebrating your people. And whether you have a product-based business, whether you're a service provider, No matter what it is, if you're Mm -hmm. constantly celebrating your people and they're a huge part of your brand, I don't think there's any better advertising in this world than happy people whose lives are changing because of your product. So I would say that's probably my number one piece of advice. Um, And then the other thing is really just leading with empathy. And that's about just really knowing who the people in your space are, Mm -hmm. why they're there, like what do they need help with and what what can you do to help? Having a really strong understanding of that. And I think part of that is understanding that you can't be everything for everyone. Like your community cannot be for everyone. If my community was a community for creatives, Mm-hmm. Well, great. Now we have like people at all levels. Some people have teams. We have all different experiences and we're just, we can't really connect with each other mm-hmm. and talk about how we are, how it is to live this life. But if you're for creative solopreneurs, people who are working by themselves, then now we kind of can, un- we have a common understanding of how it feels to do something alone. So that's my other suggestion is really zeroing in on who your community is for, even though it yeah, feels like you might be leaving some people out. You're actually serving your people better. To, a lot of people say niche down or narrow it down or have your client avatar um, well defined in order for you to build something meaningful. Have your client avatar well defined in order for you to build something meaningful. I think for a community, it's crucial. And I'm not about niching down in so many ways. I would say you do you and like follow your heart, put, make the things that feel good to you. But when it comes to creating a space where people feel Mm -hmm. like they can really share what's going on in their lives and be open, I do not think you can be for everyone. I I mean, I couldn't just open the space to anybody who wanted to pop in because some of my members might feel uncomfortable to share. I I think Um, it is too. So I think because I think a lot of people are in that mindset of like, well, I just want to help everybody. I want to help everybody break through. I want to help everybody, you know, start a business Mm -hmm. and they don't understand that you can stretch yourself too far. And that, like you said, it is okay to know that you're not going to be for everybody. Like everybody is not your client or customer or your ideal customer. Everybody is not and your client or customer or your ideal customer. Right. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. love. I think mm-hmm. you're right. It comes so from a place of love and wanting to serve because that's, for sure. That's what's really, I feel like, is important too. So um, what do you think make a great really like a great community when it comes um, to the involvement of your members? A great, a great community when it because comes what are you without your members almost? Members. You know what I mean? 
because one of you without your members almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think giving a safe space to offer feedback and concerns and then actually addressing them, that's really important. Giving yeah. people a space to share their... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Their wins and their roadblocks. Um, I think, too, I like to talk about like creating rituals and traditions within your space. So just like those things that your people can count on. They know these things are always going to happen during the week. I think that really creates a strong flow of, okay, on Mondays, we're going to check in. On Wednesdays, I know I'll get a newsletter. On Friday, we're going to reflect on our week. Just little things that keep happening over and over that make mm-hmm. everyone feel you know, safe so good and that knowing that, um, what's going to come on, next. I guess, consistency. Because some people you know, will build so a community. That, I think that, I've been um, a part of some people's communities that, where they build a community and more so the members are interacting, but you don't necessarily hear from the people who own the community, really. You know what I mean? Where it's like you hear from them rarely. Maybe you'll get some type of um, video they throw that they throw up, or maybe they'll come on live. I mean, I've been in communities that does this that rely heavily on video versus coming on live and really interacting or really nurturing their community. So. How and just let my my, my um, listeners know how important it is to be consistent and to be engaged with your community. Let my listeners know how important it is to be consistent and to be engaged with your community. Oh yeah, you have you have to be involved, and <laughs> I can't imagine that. <laughs> I can't imagine just like not showing up. Um, and I think that's another thing that that's an expectation you really need to set as you're building your community with how much the members can expect your involvement, because no one wants to walk into a space and then realize they're just kind of on their own again, but just on their own with more people. <laughs> um, it does take someone to facilitate the conversations. They don't just happen on their own. Um, so, it's yeah, I, I think showing up is definitely important the time that is you took to build as, Daisy May. And is it important to have a team? Because like I said, you can't do it all on your own. You know, it's nice to have people that can do other things. And like I said, as entrepreneurs, we'll do it all mm-hmm. ourselves. When did you realize, hey, this community is growing. And in order for me to see it grow, I need to, I need some help here. And in order for me to see it grow, I need some help here. Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> This is a whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, let me let me take a sip of water for this. Um, mm-hmm. I think you have to recognize the things that are draining you. And if you can afford it, outsource it. If you can't afford to outsource it, again, find someone where you can barter mm-hmm. or trade or somehow get some sort of help or support. Mm-hmm. I am still very much a one-person yes. show over a Daisy made, but I pull in freelancers mm-hmm. a lot when I, when there's things I just do not know how to do or things that quite honestly just mm-hmm. drain me and my creative juices all the way. Um, 
So I think, yeah, it's it's knowing that you can serve your community so much better when you're supported as the community leader. It's yeah. really important. And I do understand that not everyone has those resources. I surely did not at the beginning. Um, but as you yeah. can bring yeah. in help. I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. It's, it's like, so important you know, to do so. When you, for if sure. you want to yeah. grow, you have yeah. you can't I do it alone. To a lot of like, you have you know, to bring in help if you, you want to see it grow. Um, and so, and some of the mm-hmm. other things I want to ask about Daisy May, like what are some of the benefits of uh, of a person of a creative solo entrepreneur being a part of Daisy May, the community? Of a person of a creative solo entrepreneur being a part of Daisy May, the community. So I like to think <laughs> of like workout classes, for example. So there are like a million exercise classes in this world, right? There's like no shortage of places to exercise. (laughs) I personally am one of those people. I do not enjoy exercising at all. Mm -hmm. But if I make a commitment to someone else to show up, (laughs) I will do it because of that. (laughs) So if I get a group of girlfriends together and we all plan to go for a walk or Mm -hmm. I sign up for a personal training and I know someone's waiting for me, I'll show up. And I think being a part of a community for your small business where people depend on you to show up and they need you as much as you need them and you've made an investment, it Mm -hmm. really pushes you to actually do the thing and move forward. There are a million classes for small business owners. Yeah. You can Google anything. You can Google how to build a funnel. You know, there's, I don't think that I'm doing anything groundbreaking by offering classes. But the follow-up care is hard to find. The community, the people pushing mm-hmm. you to actually implement everything you just learned. Yeah, yeah. that is and, so and important. I definitely as know a small it business is. Owner um, to have what that. are some of the, probably the key yeah, features yeah. of Daisy May? Um, like, what are some of the selling points you tell people of Daisy May? Like, what are some of the selling points you tell people? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Daisy Made is like the broader community. Yes. Um, it's for everyone. And then Magnetic Makers is the membership. Yes. And the membership, we have two guest um, guest teachers come in every month and host a workshop. And then in between those workshops, we have brainstorming sessions, co-working sessions. There is a feed where everyone can ask questions, ask for resources, share. And there's like a constant chatter and just people helping people and connecting. So I think the best thing about the community is after you take the class, then you could and you can watch it live or on your own time, then you can come back and say, hey, I just watched that Mm -hmm. class. Does anyone else know where to actually find a template that could do this? Or does anyone have Mm -hmm. access to this or that? And we kind of like share stuff. That's another thing too. You could spend a million dollars gathering all these resources, but most of your friends have already paid for them, right? Send it to (laughs) me. So let's share. Let's share our fonts. Let's share it all. Um, Send it to me. Right. Yeah. So I think it's definitely it's really you know, about actually the, this at the beginning, not the classes, but the name in-between. Daisy May. What's the story behind that name? Oh, I always it's wish I had a better thing. idea for this. So <laughs> originally I started Daisy Made. Yeah, it is cute. And I do love it. Um, mm-hmm. When I first started Daisy Made, it was my with my friend Riley and our intention was to create a small shop for creatives of cute goods and then have a blog that kind of supported it and celebrated creatives. And so 
My yeah. editor is gonna kill me. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> no, that's fine. This came out of the sock. My editor is gonna kill me. <laughs> your what came out? Oh, your headphones. That's fine. I need a sip of water anyway. There I go. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. It's okay. I'll start again for the for the yes. Daisy Made question. Okay. Yes. So when we first started Daisy Made, it was supposed to be just a shop, a small shop for creatives with resources and little cute little shirts and all this stuff. We mm -hmm. had this big vision and the blog was really secondary. We thought, oh, we'll like celebrate creatives on the blog and highlight people. And the blog yeah. really took off and the shop kind of didn't. Um, and so anyway, we mm. the whole idea of Daisy Made is everything was going to be kind of like daisies mm. and floral and fun. And then the maid was because it's makers and creatives. So as the business evolved over the last couple of years, <laughs> the name just stayed and we're still just covered in daisies. <laughs> And I it's like fine. It. So that's that's the story. You never know which Listen, how your business is going to evolve. So right? name it accordingly. You think it's going to be one thing, and then all of a sudden it's something else. Mm -hmm. And I think the yeah. good part is that you guys were able to embrace the change and not feel like oh I didn't succeed at it. So I think that's that's important, most definitely. Right. <laughs> um, right. Which platforms? Yeah. On social media, let's say, did you use to help build Daisy May? Like, how did you get your community on Daisy May? We've really started just building on Instagram and Facebook. So this was like two years ago. Yeah. Um, TikTok, I bounce in and out of. I have my I have my moods where I really feel motivated yeah. to get on TikTok. And then sometimes I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. Um, and then really building that email, that email newsletter. So I'd say email mm -hmm. and Instagram are kind of the main sources at the moment. Okay. And then what the membership itself lives on Mighty Networks. Okay. Who wants to build what a community based off their brand? What advice would you give who them? Wants to build a community based off their brand? What advice would you give them? Okay. So some mm -hmm. actionable tips that you can start doing right away mm -hmm. to build a stronger community like on Instagram, let's say. Pick one day a week where you're going to celebrate your customers and figure out how you're going to do it. So maybe it's a feature. Maybe actually this could be for any platform. So maybe it's a feature in a newsletter. Maybe it's in your Instagram stories on or on your feed. Think of one day a week where you're really going to celebrate your people who are already there. They're already supporting you. That's one thing I want yes. everyone to remember too. There's already people right there that love you and are supporting you really get deep into connecting with them. You don't need any more right now. Let's like, let's work on building those relationships and making them stronger. So that's my other piece of advice and then create one ritual. What's one thing that is going to happen every single week in your space. What's something that your members can start to look forward to. Maybe it's your favorite TikToks of the week. Maybe it's what you're reading. Maybe you're going to teach somebody how to use your product or educate them. Maybe you're going to pop on and say, have a coffee talk. Just add one ritual or tradition 
and mm-hmm. start celebrating <laughs> your customers. No, like I'm going to add one more. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> But only just pick one of these, pick one to start with. The other one would be figure out how you can give your audience or your community a place to talk. So either start a conversation once a week on your feed, put a little message box in your stories, create polls, somehow Mm -hmm. invite them into a conversation once a week. So create a little ritual, celebrate your community I love and start asking for feedback. Do you think it's important to go live too? Because I know a lot of people's like, hey, I'm going to go live so I can nurture my community. But then you have a lot of, you don't have a lot of people who are just like camera shy, you know, who are afraid to even do public speaking. So do you, do you think live is another avenue to build community? So do you, do you think live is another I'm sure it's good. (laughs) I hate it so much. So I just went live last week and I'm just like, it is so chaotic. I'm just like, I feel crazy going live. Like one person's watching and then I always wonder, is it even beneficial to repost this live to keep it up? I think you have to want to do it. I think it's good to try, Mm -hmm. take risks, know that you can always delete stuff. Nothing is forever. It's definitely a great, way to kind of get your feet wet because it's, you know, it's a moment in time that doesn't have to necessarily live beyond the live. Um, yeah. Is it my favorite thing to do? I know. I feel like, you know, no. I've been live a few <laughs> not times. Not at all. You're right. It's like, oh man, is it I worth know, it? Like, like you know, not many I've people are coming on. And then it's like, okay, should I just do more? And then maybe people start to come on. But I really like the tips you gave in terms of like, hey, try to really um, nurture the people you already have. You know, spotlight your people. Um, give a start the polls and stuff like that to get them to start talking. That's something I'm going to implement. I'm telling I'm taking my mental notes. You just made a really good point, though. You made a really good point. So you just said maybe if I come on yeah. more, people will stop, yeah. start watching. I think that's a good point. I think that mm-hmm. if that becomes your ritual, if every yes. Monday you go live, when people, yeah. if people know when to expect it, I bet you it would grow. <laughs> I think just popping on willy-nilly like I did, <laughs> um, where people are like, what is she talking about? Yeah. And also I feel like it's just a little stressful when you're with a guest. Yeah, I right, think doing it alone guess, is probably a, feel like, a good oh, way to man, start I for sure. Yeah, I should have did this. Well, you're waiting for them to join, and you're like this close to your phone. And like I think when I watch and then lives, in the playback, the thing bother me the most is because why? people are like, like you said, they're like this trying to read the comments. And I know people say, "Hey, you got to read the comments." Shout out people, but I just think it's so weird to watch people squint and 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 read, and you're just like, "What do you?" I mean, what am I watching? Too much. And then once you're in and you're like the only person yes. watching, then you feel bad to leave because oh you can see you're the only person. So I always will linger yes. for a little bit. I know. Yeah. I you know, lives are not my thing. They're not my calling really at all. Get live yeah. and, but you know what? <laughs> Consistency <laughs> will help people <laughs> get there. It does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been on lives. Yeah. And people some people like do it well. You're right. People oh, yeah. on there. You're right. So I really understand. Um on that. So tell me what you what is next for Daisy May or the Manetic Makers? So tell me what you what is next for Daisy May or the Manetic Makers? 
I really want to build out a library of materials that will really help makers feel less overwhelmed. That's a big goal for me in the coming quarter, coming year. I just feel like the biggest hurdle for most makers and creatives is just organizing their thoughts. We have so many ideas and it's about taking one idea and breaking it down and actually pushing through it. And Mm -hmm. I really want to give people who aren't in the membership access to some really like fun ways to do that. So that's a goal of mine for this year. Beyond that, I just want to keep growing the membership and meet as many awesome creatives as possible. I really love it. And I know that the more that we grow and the more humans that come in, you know, the really more everyone your, will get out of it. So that's always a goal. What you created you know, with really these made. And it's so important because as a mom, um, as wives and stuff like that, it's like, it's so hard for us to find, because we're such givers, we give to everybody else, right? And it's so hard for us to find that thing that's just for us, that bring just us joy, just that little thing. And it's so awesome that you found it with Daisy May, because a lot of people don't find it. It's so important. It is. It's so important. And if it's not, if people don't find it with mm-hmm. our community, mm-hmm. I hope they just can connect with somebody somehow, just someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. I actually, two weeks ago, I was really struggling. I was just feeling so yeah. overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. um, I think that just comes with growth and pressure. And, you know, I needed someone to talk to. So there's actually a program Mm -hmm. called SCORE. It's a mentorship program. It's Mm -hmm. completely free. So if you go to SCORE Mentors, I think it's .org, you can sign up and get on a Mm -hmm. Zoom call with a volunteer Mm -hmm. who will talk to you about your small business for free. And that was like healing for me. And it was also a moment of practicing what I preach, realizing that I can't support the needs of 60 plus people and not also reach out for support myself. So there are so many options out there and anyone can DM me if you need help getting connected to support. Um, But I really, really Mm -hmm. recommend finding it when you're feeling that way before you give up. Just sometimes all you need is to talk to somebody who is outside of your small business and can look at it from yes. a different perspective and tell you what an amazing job yep. you're doing because yes. everyone's doing an amazing job and yep. we, don't we don't stop to celebrate we don't. Yep. our wins. It's nothing's big yep. enough, right? Yep. We get to 4,000 mm-hmm. followers and then it's like, okay, I got to get to 5K. Mm-hmm. We sell one thing and we want to sell more. So it's important to have people who really celebrate yeah, that's your so milestones you and that, um, kind of offer I did a show all about celebrating your wins. Yeah, that's no so matter how small they are, um, it's a win. You know, like you woke that's up today, amazing. you're still here. You are. made it to 2023. That is a mm-hmm. win all by itself. And it's okay to have days when you're overwhelmed because I, I feel like that often. <laughs> when you're juggling a lot and you do feel overwhelmed and there's times where you got to think about your self-care and your mental health and you take a step back, you know, you meditate, you do whatever ritual you feel you need to do in order to make it through. So I'm glad you touched on that. It's important, especially as entrepreneurs. Yeah. And, it has. and let's be honest, yeah. the last couple of years have been a mm-hmm. lot. 
has. They have been, and it's still a lot. And I don't think that we've Mm -hmm. really given ourselves credit for pushing through Mm -hmm. the last couple years as small business owners, as mothers. I mean, uh, like, what the hell did we just live through? It pushed us all in Did that just happen? You know, it turned us into teachers. Yeah. When I now, I got a whole new form of respect for teachers. Especially. Now, I got a whole new form of respect for teachers. Listen, that that homeschooling journey was. Okay. That was epic. I don't. (laughs) And when you don't, and when they don't get good grades, Mm -hmm. you're like. <laughs> Did that? You still didn't get a good grade? Oh my grade. god! Yeah, that that could be a whole new show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that could be a whole new show. Yep. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. But we did that. Like we actually we did, did that, and we're still yeah. we are yeah. still actively pursuing our creativity and our passions. Like that is huge, and you have to be surrounded with people that say, "Hey, mm-hmm. wait, look at all the amazing things that you're doing." And we will yes. get to the next level. I will help you, but let's <laughs> yes. pause for a second and just give ourselves a little pat you're on right. the back. Everybody's in a mindset for of goodness sakes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like say, take time to right. smell the daisies. Oh my God, Tracy, this has been such a good show. I appreciate you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we were able to connect. I've learned so much from this show already. Um, Before we end, I ask all my guests this question, and I'm going to ask you. And the question is What is some of the best advice you receive from another woman? Okay. And the question is What is some of the best advice you receive from another woman? From another woman. Yeah. Okay. I read something recently mm-hmm. and it it was, so this wasn't like a one-on-one. This is something I read, but it was, <laughs> what was it? Mm. Sorry. Be a factory, not a warehouse. Mm. Um, and that is kind of like in regards to your creativity. So it's really saying push out all these amazing ideas you have into the world don't put them in a dark oh. corner where they'll never see the light of day, like in a warehouse. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. dang, because how often do we have all of these amazing ideas or things we want to share with the world? And we're so busy waiting for them to be perfect that they never see the light of day. And that was like, it is. wow, like it's it's crazy. Like, so I really have been trying to not just mm-hmm. in small business, but in my relationships and my friendships, if I'm thinking things, if I want to do things, really just pushing it out, pushing these ideas out into the world and life not letting them short. collect dust because life is short, right? And uh, you never know who you're going to touch or where life is going to take you. So that, that would awesome. be my, I like that. The best advice right. I've gotten so lately, many of us that sure. have great that ideas awesome. and like creatives that. and right. that are so, so afraid to push that side out and we just hide it from the world and so that was great advice thank you so much listen this has been an awesome show i am so glad i know right we are i know you are we best friends what just happened oh my gosh yes i am i'm so happy please keep in touch with me listen guys i am the girl i am the girl i am shawnee sanders yes and this is the girl take no podcast thank you guys so much for hanging out with us i hope you really enjoyed this conversation and i will see you next time this was so good i'm so glad that was so fun this was so good oh my gosh 
I literally love you and I'm like, thank God. Thank you for listening to the Girl Techno Podcast. We really hope this episode gets you one step further in your dream of becoming an entrepreneur. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. Once you leave us a review, we will shout you out on our next episode. Now, in order to qualify for the shout out, all you have to do is leave a review, screenshot the review, tag Girl Techno Podcast in your stories, and you will get a shout out in our next episode. Until then, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time.